Welcome into a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, Congress has voted to extend temporary funding again to keep the government open, but in the process likely produced more delays in writing a farm bill and more frustration among ag members. No progress is how GOP Senator Jody Ernst of Iowa described farm bill efforts almost four months after the last farm bill expired and was extended by one year. That is House and Senate lawmakers extended temporary funding until March to keep USDA and other federal agencies open. Senator Ernst was asked outside the Senate about the impact of continued fights over full-year spending bills on the farm bill. Exactly. I mean, it will impact the farm. It will affect everything else. So we need to get our work done. But you know what the problem is? Chuck Schumer's not allowing us to bring these approach bills across the floor of the Senate. Now, Ag Democrats are also frustrated. Senate Ag Chair Debbie Stabenow. There have been many delays as it relates to the churning and the chaos. With more delays to come as House Speaker Mike Johnson faces renewed pressure from Freedom Caucus conservatives to fight the Senate over social policy and border immigration riders. And fights continue for scarce farm bill dollars. Ernst on Secretary Vilsack's focus on commodity credit corporation funds as a solution. I don't know that that's the magic bullet, but he may know more than I do. I hope he does. Um, but they need to sit down at the table together uh, between uh, Chairman Stabenow, between uh, Ranking Member Bozeman, Secretary Vilsack. Now, Stabenow in her final year before retiring insists a farm bill could get done this year before the need for another extension. She wrote a letter to her colleagues on their work to write a new farm bill and outlined several proposals for strengthening the farm safety net in the new bill. While calling the 2018 farm bill a strong foundation for American farmers, she also says, quote, the 2024 farm bill is an opportunity for the committee to make improvements, modernize dated elements and address emerging challenges American farmers face, end quote. Her vision for modernizing the safety net centers around principles like programs being targeted to active farmers, providing farmers choice and flexibility, and sending them timely assistance. She also says officials need to expand the reach of programs to help more farmers and address the emerging risks that farmers face, saying, quote, Crop insurance is a key tool to meaningfully advance each of these goals. Farmers want better affordability and a more straightforward and streamlined process. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack announced a pilot program to allow more cattle producers and meat processors to access better markets through USDA's official beef quality grading and certification. Now, the remote grading pilot for beef developed by the Ag Marketing Service matches simple technology with robust data management and program oversight to allow a USDA grader to assess beef carcass characteristics and assign the official quality grade from a remote location, reducing costs and location as barriers to participation in the voluntary grading service. Bill Sack says, quote, on average, a beef carcass that grades as USDA prime is valued at hundreds of dollars more than an ungraded one. But the cost for this voluntary USDA service often prevents smaller scale processors and the farmers and ranchers they serve from using this valuable marketing tool, end quote. Now, consumers and buyers and sellers of beef rely on USDA quality grades, including prime, choice and select to indicate quality. Groups such as the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and the U.S. Cattlemen's Association both came out supporting that move by USDA. 
Well, the latest cattle on feed report released on Friday afternoon showed cattle on feed up 2% from January 2023. Inventory totaling 11.9 million head, according to the latest report. The placements number came in at 1.70 million head, which was down 4% from 2022. Marketing's totaled 1.73 million head, down 1% from 2022. And other disappearance totaled 60,000 head during December, which was 11% above 2022 levels. All those numbers coming in pretty much within pre-report estimates coming in as expected on the January Catalan feed report. Well, Crop Life America and several other groups joined together on Capitol Hill to urge immediate action by lawmakers to renew the miscellaneous tariff bill. A passage of the miscellaneous tariff bill that's fully retroactive would help farmers access to the essential pesticide products they need to grow food for the U.S. and the world. According to Crop Life America, they said in a statement, adding, quote, a renewed MTB would mean lower input prices resulting in decreased price pressures for U.S. farmers, ranchers and consumers, end quote. Now, the American Chemistry Council was another of the groups pushing for renewal of the MTB. And according to the American Chemistry Council, they say, quote, the bill would support advanced manufacturing in the United States and domestic chemical production used to make products in key agriculture, food production and industrial sectors, including information technology, renewable energy and automotive goods, end quote. Now, the previous miscellaneous tariff bill expired in December of 2020, and since then, businesses continue to pay $1.3 million per day in tariffs. The National Corn Growers Association is deeply disappointed in a decision from the International Trade Commission. The ITC upheld an earlier opinion finding material injury to U.S. fertilizer companies during a time of rising on-farm fertilizer prices that went on to reach record highs. The decision came after the U.S. Court of International Trade asked the Commerce Department and ITC to reconsider decisions they issued on the matter. NCGA President Harold Woolley says, quote, the idea that major fertilizer conglomerates were materially injured, even as they were posting substantially higher profits during the time in question, sounds dubious to me. The decision ignores the request from the Court of International Trade and the negative impacts these tariffs continue to have on American farmers who are facing higher prices for the fertilizers critical to the success of their crops. We will continue to make a vigorous case for eliminating or lowering these tariffs, end quote. Well, the Federal Reserve Board released its January 2024 Beige Book, a summary of its commentary on the current economic conditions in each Federal Reserve District. In the 6th District around Atlanta, low cattle supply led to higher cattle prices, but consumers are substituting less expensive proteins and preventing full pass-through of prices. In the 8th District near St. Louis, ongoing drought conditions continues to affect livestock and crop conditions. The 9th District of Minneapolis shows conditions unchanged, while most say farm incomes dropped substantially from last year. In Kansas City's 10th District, profits narrowed during the past year as commodity prices moderated, particularly in areas hit by drought. Drought conditions continue to recede in the 11th District of Dallas as soil moisture improves and crop production prospects look better in 2024. Conditions in San Francisco's 12th District were solid in agriculture and resource-related sectors with robust yields and inventories of various products. Those results again from the Federal Reserve Board's January 2024 Beige Book.
And although the U.S. food supply is one of the safest foodborne illnesses is a public health concern, the Food and Drug Administration has a new rule requiring detailed records for certain foods as they move through the supply chain, which can help trace the source of a potential outbreak. FDA has taken steps like issuing guidance to help implement the rule. The Government Accountability Office has recommended that the FDA finalize its plans for implementing the rule to help industry and regulators prepare for compliance by January 30th of 2026. Entities handling an item on the list must maintain records including a traceability plan for specific points in the supply chain. That is going to do it for this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you and yours a great rest of your day.